guys welcome back to between the pages with me your host sabria sparrow i hope that you guys are having a good week so far today's episode is a little bit different because i'm going to be talking about my experiences being bullied growing up which is a little bit cringe and embarrassing but i promise that i have some good lessons for you in here that maybe you can either relate to or take from with that being said it's officially been seven years since i graduated high school which is so crazy to say because it always feels like high school and grade school and all of those things were just yesterday and i feel like because a lot of us tend to follow people from high school in those parts of our lives, sometimes it's hard to kind of separate ourselves from that era and seeing those people brings back kind of memories of like who you were. But like when you really think about it, when we were in high school, we were ages 14 to like 17 or 18. So literally children. I don't know about you guys, but I am 25 now. So thinking of other people thinking of me as who I was at 14 to 18 and thinking of other people as who they were between 14 and 18 is kind of insane especially with regard to like the fact that so many people have families now and babies now and careers now and we are so far beyond that but I feel like a lot of times the wounds that those years created are carried with us far beyond that time even though we were kids when it happened i feel like a lot of times we still carry a lot of wounds and a lot of pain and i feel like at least for me a lot of the things that occurred during those years really shaped who i am now and i consider them core parts of my personal development so a little bit of background when i was in pre-k to literally the end of high school i was bullied profusely but not in like a traditional sense like nobody was jumping me after school it was mostly just this verbal bullying is it non-verbal or ver- i always don't know it was bullying where i was being talked at isn't that that's kind of like annoying right because i literally am getting a master's in english but whatever i was bullied profusely through talking through the things that people said about me I was always called ugly and annoying and people were just really mean to me and I think some of that came from like my own self right like I probably was annoying and I probably was really weird but I also think there were aspects of that that were beyond my control which were people projecting their insecurities onto me people being anti-black was something that was like a huge part of my upbringing and just kind of the things that people were dealing with themselves that they took out on you and that I was always labeled at least the label that I give myself I don't know if this was like my label but I felt like one of the things that was said about me a lot was like oh nobody likes her and this really impacted me because first of all i tried my best i always have tried my best to be the best person that i can be and in light of that it's always felt like and i talked about this a little bit in my last episode that there has always been something inherently wrong with me something that was beyond my control something that just was and to this day i still kind of have to go back and forth about that because there are times where 
like everybody will like me I will be having a great time and I have this feeling in the back of my mind that nobody likes me like that is something that I constantly deal with whenever I'm teaching I have like my first thought is always like my my class literally hates me even with my teachers and like my professors I'm like they all hate me like it's like a a default in my mind because of like what happens when I was growing up I even had to train myself to not think that the people who literally choose to follow me on my platforms hate me. Like sometimes I don't post because I'm like, oh, nobody wants to hear from me. Like nobody likes me. But like obviously they wouldn't be following me if they didn't like me. And it's weird because I'm seven years out of high school and after high school, I have never really dealt with that. Like I feel like for the most part, I am liked wherever I go and I tend to have a really strong community wherever I go. But something in me still can't like shake this feeling that like nobody likes me and that there's something inherently wrong with me or that I'm somehow going to be the target or something's going to change one day because that also happened a lot where people would like me one day and then hate me the next so yeah that's just a little bit of my background when it comes to bullying I'm not going to ramble too much about that even though I feel like I have a little bit but what I want this episode to be about today is just me talking about some of the things that I have extracted from those experiences and some of the things that were true then that remain true today in other words these are some of the harsh truths that being bullied has taught me about life so the first one is that in relation to what I've just said sometimes you can't make everyone like you no matter how hard you try. I think that this is something that I noticed that a lot of people have trouble with in adulthood but not me because I grew up the girl that nobody liked so now whenever someone doesn't like me I'm unfazed. I'm like okay well used to that don't care your problem not mine. Because, and I know that this is said a lot, but the truth is you're just not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Like I mentioned in my last episode about being authentic to yourself, we are all complex people made up of all the parts of the environments we grew up in, our personality, and so on and so forth. And sometimes personalities just don't mesh sometimes you just don't vibe with someone or someone just doesn't vibe with you and sometimes it has everything to do with you and sometimes it has absolutely nothing to do with you but either way it's not in your control and it's not your job to make people like you at work or in life this can look like people disliking you in the workplace or if you are someone who's artistic or creative like me It could mean people not really fucking with your work like that. And yes, it sucks and it's really like a strain to your ego. But at the end of the day, all you can do is be yourself. All you can do is be the best person that you can be. And more than anything, it's so important to focus on the people who love you rather than the people who don't. I think what's liberating about that and how I've always taken it is that Not everyone is going to like you, so you might as well just do what you want. Sometimes people don't like you because of who you are. Maybe you, again, maybe you are annoying. Maybe they do think that your work is genuinely bad. Maybe they think that you're whatever. But other times it's because they see you as competition or they see you as having something that they don't. Which brings me to the next point and that is how other people treat you is often a projection of themselves or says a lot about who they are than it says about 
you. For example, so frequently I would receive comments about why quote-unquote people don't like me and it would be because I was too nice or too happy and I think in a lot of ways looking back people were threatened because I was never really afraid to be myself while everybody else was looking so hard to fit in and fit the status quo no matter how much people disliked me or how much I was bullied I was never going to bend to what they were saying about me and I was going to be myself regardless and I don't mean that in like a pick me way more in a way of like when people see that you are confident in who you are or they see that you are happy or content in like a lot of ways people hate that and they're gonna go out of their way sometimes depending on who they are obviously not everyone is gonna do this but people who feel like they are lacking that within themselves are gonna go out of their way to try to bring you down as much as you can and see if they can knock you down or knock you off of whatever you're on that makes you so confident or so happy or so nice or so joyful one of the most brutal things that happened to me when i like literally right when I graduated high school, actually, there was this girl who was a year younger than me, but much bigger than me. And I don't mean that in like a fat phobic way. I just mean like she was very tall, but she was also like literally so pretty. Like she was so stunning. And for the first couple of years, right, when she was a freshman and I was a sophomore, she was really close with my best friend at the time. And we were cool. Like we were always cool. But I went through this glow up I realize now looking back I went through like a bit of a glow up my junior year I got on proactive I changed my hair for the longest time like my hair didn't look good for so many reasons beyond my control I finally got it done by the hairstylist I still have now shout out to Angie I finally like got a new wardrobe and so many things happened and I had like I said, a bit of a glow up. And I realized that once this happened, looking back, I didn't realize this at the time, but once this happened, when I got to my senior year and she got into her junior year, there was an immediate switch. But I could feel it happening. I don't know if you guys can feel, this is like a little bit off topic, but I don't know if you guys can feel like when someone is going to switch on you at any second. But I don't know. I can always feel it. Maybe because of my own experiences, I can tell when I I meet someone and they're nice to me and that they'll switch on me and it has happened every single time and this happened specifically with her and when I graduated she posted this picture of me next to a freaking horse of how I used to look by the way and by the way I don't feel like I didn't see an issue with how I looked throughout all of high school like I personally felt like I looked good but a lot of people would call me ugly which is normal like we're all going through like a transition we're all going through puberty there's so many things happening to our bodies and we're going through acne so obviously I didn't look as good as I did when I was a senior and she posted a picture of me next to a horse and in that moment of course it was like annoying and devastating because I was just like I literally have never done any like I had literally done nothing to this girl but her and her friends had had it out for me for as long as they were there which like how am I being bullied by like a freaking group that is younger than me but like that's how freaking rude and ruthless these girls were and I realize now that I'm older 
that what had happened was, was that when I was not quote unquote pretty, when I had acne, when I didn't really know how to dress, that she was okay with me as long as I was not any better than her, as long as I was beneath her. But the moment that it seemed like I could catch up to her, the moment that it was obvious that I was glowing up and glowing out of my shell, that's when she started to feel threatened and started to come for me. And when I say it was an immediate switch, it was an immediate switch. Got there first day of senior year and immediately she was like trying to fight me. And I feel like the same thing the same concept applies to life because we see this all the time. We all know people who are only okay with us as long as we are beneath them or even at the same level as them. But the moment that we try to elevate in one way or another or we accumulate or obtain or just have something that they want, then immediately it's something has changed and they no longer like you and even worse will try to bring you down because of it and sometimes we don't even realize it's happening like sometimes this comes from some of the people that we trust the most I think a theme that I have seen within the last year or so as I've like read about very prominent figures like Malcolm X and Frederick Douglass I've done like projects or just read or watch things about them in the past year and one thing that I noticed is that a lot of powerful people at one point had mentors and almost always or a lot of the time those mentors end up turning on them because they realize that the person that they were mentoring is becoming better than them or stronger than them or more powerful than them and I feel like number one that can be really discouraging when that's happening from someone that you trust but I think it's even worse when it's really conniving and you don't even realize that it's happening so anyways back to what I was saying is that a lot of times the way that people are treating you is a reflection of how they feel about themselves and a reflection of their own insecurities and that's something that I understand on a bigger scale now like just how brutal other people's insecurities can be and how much we do have to protect ourselves and protect our energy from those kinds of attacks on us but I also feel like I always understood this even when I was in school like a lot of times the reason why I didn't take what people said to heart as much was because I knew that like the way that they were talking to you or the things that they were saying about you the way that they were treating you came from a wounded part in themselves and that's really how you have to think about it is like when people come for you when people are conniving or disrespectful toward you it's because they're reacting from a wounded part of who they are and I think sometimes you have to be really careful about this when it's happening because sometimes we feel like we don't live up to who these people are and it's hard to think that It's us that they are envious or jealous of. But remember that anybody can be envious or jealous of you if you have something that they don't and you never know where that's coming from or where the disrespect or whatever is coming from. So yeah, just beware. The next thing, and I feel like it's really closely related, is one thing that bullying or being bullying, I didn't bully anyone, at least not a lot of people. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think I bullied anyone. There was this one time that, and you know what? Actually, this goes really well with what I'm, what I'm trying to say. 
And what I was going to say is that a lot of times life is full of power structures and hierarchies that in order to progress have to be penetrated. And I feel like what being bullied in that one time where I did do some bullying taught me is that a lot of times people will do anything in their power to reach that power at the top of that hierarchy or the top of that power structure. I think we are all familiar with the concept of Mean Girls. We all have seen Mean Girls because that movie is so iconic, but I think one reason why we relate to it so much is because in some way, shape, or form, we like all have experienced Mean Girls in our schools and even beyond that. And in that, we notice that there's always some kind of inherent power structure or hierarchy wherever we go and I feel like this is seen in its rawest most human form in grade school because we create these power structures and these hierarchies ourselves. like it's almost as if humans cannot function without someone being on top and someone being on bottom and that is how we maintain the status quo, essentially. And not only that, but within these hierarchies, within these groups, like the people who are on top and the people who are on bottom and the people who are in middle, are their own hierarchies. Like whenever you have a friend group, there's always someone who's the leader. There's always someone that we listen to the most. And most of who gets to be on top and who gets to be on bottom, number one, changes across schools, right? Because it really just depends on what that school values and a lot of times it's inherent like some people are just on top or some people have to do things to get on top and it's based off of these characteristics or these ideals that sometimes are out of our control and in this and I think that this is probably what Mean Girls was referring to it's almost like a jungle because People, you'll see people do whatever it takes, like I said earlier, to get to the top. You see these wannabes and they'll change the way that they dress or they change the way that they act or they'll make someone else the scapegoat and throw people under the bus in order to be popular or in order to get on top. Not to be a pick me, but I was very much against this mentality, which is probably why I am like anti-capitalist now no I'm just kidding but I've always been very much against this but there was one time where there was this girl who had come to my middle school so in middle school there was always first of all like everything will be fine and then all of a sudden I'm being bullied and that happened in middle school when I was in the sixth grade there was this girl who sought me out because someone else said that I said something about them that I hadn't and it was right after Halloween. So it's really interesting that we're talking about this around Halloween time. It's like symbolic. But it was right after Halloween. And she said that I caught her ugly. And I didn't. I would never call anyone. Like, I would never call someone ugly. Like, whenever, even when I'm fighting with people, or, or I did fight with people back in, like, school. Like, when I would be in arguments. Like, one thing I never would go for is, like, people's looks. I would always go for their character. Because that's just what I value. And... But this one time I did, this girl came and for whatever reason, nobody liked her. And it was finally, like the spotlight was finally off of me because I was the girl that no one liked. But she came and I don't know what she did, but for whatever reason, 
everybody hated her and everybody found reasons to pick on her. And I joined, like I was a part of that. I don't think I did it as bad as everyone else, but I mean, maybe I did. I don't think so though. I think I just was like finding, like I was genuinely finding relief and a little bit of joy in the fact that it wasn't me. And it got so bad that she did end up, first of all, her her mom came and like threatened everybody, which was like high key a power move. But she ended up leaving. Like I remember she even invited us to like her birthday party and she like really wanted everyone to like her. And I did end up like reaching out later and like saying sorry. I don't I don't even know what she ended up saying to that. But for the first time, again, I was so glad that it wasn't on me. And in that way, I was making her the scapegoat so that I could be on top. Like I was throwing her under the bus. And I say that to say that, number one, that's happened to me numerous of times. After that, it just went back to normal. I went back to being the girl that nobody liked. But it was it was nice for a brief second there. But I say that to say that a lot of times we see this in life. We see this all the time in the corporate world or just any world where people are willing to do whatever it takes to get on top, whatever that means to them. If that means achieving something, if that means achieving a promotion, if that means achieving more money. We see the way that even these corporations exploit us for money and for profit. And in a way, like you almost have to if you want to progress if you want to move forward if you want social upward mobility in a way you do have to compromise a little bit of your values or who you are or your authenticity and we do this even on like the smallest scale like a lot of us like have to minimize ourselves or change ourselves in order to like fit in places like even just the way that we use customer service voices like when we're working, like when I worked at Macy's and we have this like fake customer service voice or these ways in which we have to do things in order to fit in. Like I'm not a part of the corporate world, but I know that a lot of people complain about if they are an introvert, then they're not considered a team player. Like there are a ton of things that you have to do in order to be on top or in order to appeal to those in power. And if you don't, then there are some harsh consequences for it. I think in this, I know that last week I talked about authenticity and how important it is, and I do think that it's important, but I don't necessarily believe that authenticity always wins. And I think that that is a harsh truth in life. That yes, it wins when it comes to being yourself, as I pointed out, like if you wanna be yourself for yourself, if you feel more happy being who you are, which I know that all of us do, then that's when it wins. But I have a quote here that I wrote where it says, authenticity is respected. Like people will always respect corporations that do the right things or people who do the right things, but maintaining the status quo is rewarded. And I think in that, I do believe that a lot of times in order to succeed faster, you do have to give up parts of yourself and then maybe bring them back later, right? Like even as a content creator, uh, one thing that a lot of influencers struggle with is like being and talking about what they love versus like following trends. And in a way, you do have to do a little bit of both if you do want to succeed, in my opinion, Obviously, there are times where just being who you are 
will win and will take precedence, but a lot of times that happens a lot slower in my opinion, which we learn or I learned from being bullied and never maintaining the status quo. The last thing I want to talk about and the last harsh truth is that sometimes people will never be sorry and you have to be okay with that. And I think even worse is that the people who bullied you, the people who hurt you, the people who betray you will go on and a lot of times will still live a good life and sometimes you have to see that and as much as we want to believe that like karma will do its thing which i'm sure it does in its own ways sometimes we don't get to see that karma sometimes all we see is the person who we thought peaked in high school getting prettier or getting the job or getting the marriage or getting the house and getting all of the things that you swore they were gonna get because of the way that they bullied you and on top of that like they never seem to care or feel sorry for the ways in which they impacted you. And I think it's the same in life sometimes is that a lot of times the people who hurt us go on. The The person who broke our heart goes on and like has a happy marriage with someone else. Or the person who betrayed us ends up getting all of the things that they ever wanted or even some of the things that you wanted. And it sucks, but it's also reality. And it's also something that we have to deal with and otherwise be okay with happening. It's not our job to track someone else's karma and dwell on all of the bad things that you wish had happened to them because of all the bad things that they did to you. It is your job, however, to find and gain that closure for yourself. And I think moving on is something that we all have to learn to do in one way or another. Like at the at the end of the day, I can hold those who bullied me against them. Or I don't even know what I'm saying. I can hold the bullying that those who bullied did to me against them. But when I really look back at it, it doesn't really matter anymore because who I was then doesn't define me. I'm not the things that people said I was. I'm not the girl that nobody likes. I'm not annoying. I'm no longer the weird girl because I've changed. And who I was then doesn't matter because I'm a different person now. Like I said, that was seven years ago. And as much as we want like an apology or an Instagram DM of them literally pouring out their heart and apologizing to us and telling us all the wrong things that they did, and I'm obviously not pointing at anyone specific, at the end of the day, like just like we have changed and just like we are a different person than we were then, we do have to give people the benefit of the doubt and realize that they might be a person or a different person than they were Two, there's no use in continuing to hold something against someone that they did when they were a kid or when they were younger. I think that one of the harshest truths that being bullied has taught me is that sometimes you just have to heal and move on. You know, I love a mic drop moment. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Between the Pages. I did something really different this time. And I 
just made an outline. I did flesh through it like I usually do, but this was the first time that I kind of just poured my heart out. And I feel like I just did some healing through this episode. And I feel like I was able to let a lot of things out that I haven't been able to before. So thank you guys for listening. If you like this episode, definitely leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I hope that you guys have a good week and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Oh,